It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort podcast hashtag it's the hashtag dork podcast thanks for tuning in to another episode of hashtag dork my name is rich keith joined as always by davy eyeballs aka ralph von dalf all hail the king of ginger ale it's ryan davy davy how are you let's have some fun today huh let's just mix it up a little bit i'm ready i'm ready guys talking today that's all mixing up scrapping yeah ryan you know what's gonna be really fun what's that a live show those are always fun. They are always fun. We're going to have another one. If you missed our announcement, because it was at the end of last week's episode, maybe you bailed halfway through. Uh, we have a live show coming up April 19th at Idle Hands. It's sort of our yearly tradition. This will be our third straight April having a show at Idle Hands. That's amazing. So we're looking forward to that. So hopefully you can make it out. It'll probably be sometime in the afternoon. We're still finalizing some of the details, but you can expect uh, Davey and myself to be there as long as mm-hmm. our good buddies Mac and Goo. Mac ampersand goo. Mac ampersand goo will be mm-hmm. there, and plenty of good beer. And we have a good topic up our sleeve, but we're gonna we're gonna save it for a little bit. We have a good topic. We kind of teased it before, but you kind of teased it before. It's, it's, we'll, it's we'll still see. pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Right. Can I tell you something? Please do. I've been fighting several illnesses. That's not good. Mm-mm. I've been fighting several, and on top of it, I believe food poisoning. Would you eat? <clears throat> so here's let's. It's a whole little story here. Can I tell so, you what the biggest is before you start? I, I please let me politely interrupt you. And the last time I had a rum rum in my tum tum, mm-hmm. you know what did it to me? Chick fil A. Oh, chi- well, really? Which is not good because that's I like love Chick fil A. Who do, everyone yeah. loves Chick fil A except yeah. for you know people who are not right wing conservatives. I, well. I just just I, it's chicken. That's <laughs> what I love chicken. <laughs> um, yeah, it got me. But we'll continue with your story. I'm very disappointed with that, though. Yeah. So anyway, there's there's like several uh, facets to this story. Okay. They're all probably boring and not necessary, but it's a podcast, Ryan. That's kind of what we do. It's kind of what we do. So uh, my wife wanted to do the keto diet. Sure. And so obviously she's going to be cooking that way. And Mm -hmm. I'm very supportive. I'm like, I'll do it with you. Let's do it. I go, it doesn't sound. Meat and green vegetables. What's not to like? It doesn't sound that crazy. Yeah. You know, it's like it's not zero carbs. It's just very, mm-hmm. very few carbs. Right. All the meats you can handle. You can have eggs and like all this other mm-hmm. shit. So we're doing it. it. It's a little weird. Like I thought it was going to be easier than it was. Yeah. But we, we did it for like five days. And then mm-hmm. on one of those days, we're like, hey, let's just order from this place. I'm not going to name you the place, but we're going to. Yeah, let's place. not throw anyone under the bus here. We're not but it's a that. place that normally also has like really good pasta, but obviously we weren't going to get the pasta. So sure. we just got the chicken portion and some vegetables. So I don't know which part it was. So the next morning, my wife throws up. Oh, yeah. I, for 48 straight hours, only had diarrhea. <laughs> and Ryan, the only thing slowing it down was gravity. Yeah. I think what you ran, you two ran into was some undercooked chicken. That's what that sounds like to me. Oh, chicken. <laughs> I, I love, I love chicken. chicken. I was <laughs> sick thinking about it. So anyway, but then we're like, I was like coming off of being sick. Mm-hmm. I had fucking pink eye for the first time in my life. I'd yeah. never had pink eye. I had a murderer's sore throat. Like this does not ab- auger well with you, what is going on in the world right no, now. This no, is I've, not- I've, I've kept up with the news, and I know that mm-hmm. it's bad. So mm-hmm. I had just like a brutal sore throat. I had like a stuffy nose, and all I had all kinds of ailments. 
And then on top of it, this keto diet. So anyway, we bailed on that because now mm. all we want is like soup and like noodle soup, you know, because you feel awful. I yeah. had a nice ginger ale that got me back on my feet a little bit. See, the medicinal property. Do you have yeah. a Verner's? No, I just had a Schweppes. <laughs> Verner's. <laughs> I, I should have had a Verner's. Something with a little bit more ginger content. Yeah. You know what I mean? But holy smokes, I was just an absolute so mess. You, she had the rum and the tum and you had the squirty hurts. I just, I, I sure did, right? Yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah, that's not good. And then, like for like two straight days, I ate next to nothing. And then, if it did go in me, it was out of me right away. Like too sweet, <laughs> lickety split in two shakes of a lamb's tail. That was like, out of you me. Could not be far from the toilet because it was coming out whether you wanted it to or not. And uh, the thing that gave brutal. farts that gave you so much joy in the past. Now you don't trust them. No, you don't. You can't. Don't trust a fart, Ryan. A wise man once said that. Yep. Yep. And the other thing was, this was uh, over a week. So I've been like sick all, like for three straight weeks. Sick as an animal. I've never been this sick this long. Mm-hmm. Oh, so oh, about my my wife also got strep throat during this time, and oh, this was after awesome. I was sick. So then I I have a really bad sore throat. So she's like, "Well, you got to go get tested, especially now because we have we have a baby. You get the and baby." I'm, I told her, "I'm like, I don't get strep throat. I go, I get murderers sore throats, like I said, but I don't get mm-hmm. strep." She's like, "You got to go get tested." So I go to the urgent care. Yeah, get tested. Don't have it. Negative. It yeah. hurts like, and then the, even the lady's like, "Oh, real red back there." I'm like, "I know it's red back there." Yeah, I, I talk for a living. It's like, like I'm this swallowing sandpaper every time. Let me tell you this. One time I had mono. I didn't even know. Just slept a lot. No, I just I was in college, and my girlfriend at the time hmm. was like sick, and she's like, hmm. "I have mono," and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And they're well, like, she's like, and again, she's like, you should probably go get tested. And I did. And they're like, yeah, you got it. And I'm like, they're like, do you feel any different? I was like, no. It's the kissing disease, Ryan. Sure is. And were you, were we, you guys kissing? Oh, smooching up a storm. Ah, oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. So last French thing I'll say. And about, regular. <laughs> last thing I'll say. So. You did regulars? Regular styles? Mm-hmm. A little pecky smooches and then the big, like we're trying to eat each other. Yeah. You know? I also no. I I had another thought. I'll save. Um, save it. Save it. I had a really. It was probably obscene. There. So the <laughs> last thing I'll say about it was and I forgot to say it on the podcast last time. But so two Fridays ago, I was filling in on the morning show. Sure, so that's the show that starts at six a.m. Yep. So you can only imagine what time your day starts. And my poor little daughter had an ear infection because the whole house is just right. What is with, with your house? Jesus Christ! Someone, <laughs> someone put a plague on you. I think we might move. Yeah. So she has an ear infection. This is during the course where I have the sore throat and the stuffy nose. No runs. So I just can't breathe out of my nose. So I like literally didn't sleep at all that night. And then you get up and I get in my car. And you know what I listened to on the way to work that put a smile on my face? What's that? The Aquabats. Yeah, see, that's there. It's good I, for what ails you. I listened to the Aquabats on like volume fifty, cruising into work, no traffic, and I was just like, "Good to go." The cat with two heads comes on, and you're like, "I'm just <laughs> flying right now." Like these guys get it. Do the popcorn chicken. Oh, incredible! Oh. Those guys just—it's just positivity the whole way. It's positivity. Oh, I love, love it. It's just love with the love Aquabats. It. Anyway, you got anything else? <laughs> no. I'm All right, you guys can uh, you can rate, review, and subscribe to the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag dork. All right, let's get to the news. That wasn't the news. No. All right, let's. All right. This week in the. Yeah. All right, the 
hashtag dork madness is rolling. The first round is almost in the books, at least at the time that we're recording. By the time you're listening, it may very well be in the books. Uh, thanks for those who have voted so far. And if you want to join us, it's at dork podcast on Twitter all month long as we look to crown the best Star Wars character. There's been very few upsets so far. I think the second round, though, is going to be a whole lot better. I think so, too. There's going to be some upsets. You know what coming. I've learned, though, is that people don't care for the new characters. No, because Poe Dameron got smoked by Jabba the Hutt and Finn got smoked by General Grievous, which I was surprised by both. Although I don't think either were great. No, not great. But still, you know, still, still. Ryan, you want some Marvel news? Do I ever want some Marvel news? How about this? Uh, Tessa Thompson said that Christian Bale is going to be the villain in Thor Love and Thunder. So this this is interesting because villain, as we know, it can who it can the villain work. is. It doesn't have to necessarily be a like straight up villain. It could just be like an adversary or like a foe mm-hmm. right. who then becomes an ally. Like I was gonna say, like happened before in season two of Daredevil, uh huh, wasn't Punisher technically a villain? Technically, and same with um, I'm trying to think of like we've seen like, like th- this is happening. Loki. Or like, well, Loki's more of a villain, though. Well, I understand, he? but he, depending on the situation, yeah, it, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Mbaku, same thing. There you go. You know? So, so that's why, because a lot of people originally put him, tagged him with Beta Ray Bill, and so we're saying he still could be because Beta Ray Bill in the comics yeah. sort of was this guy that was going to compete to be able to like, you know, wield Thor's hammer, and so there might be like a serious competition and like borderline villainy. Mm-hmm. And then maybe either in that movie or at least paying like going forward, he'll be a, a superhero. So the two people that I think are dark horses in this race right yep. now are Balder. He could play Balder, which okay. is a, another Norse God, which you've, if you've played God of war, you know who Balder is. Mm-hmm. Um, he's technically Thor's brother. Um, yeah, he's his other brother. Okay. Uh, so that could be that could be a good one. Since we've already seen his sister show up and give him a run. Hello. Yeah. No, and, was that his sister or was that yeah. his... It's his sister. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right. And then the other one is Cull, um, who could... C-U-L, who is Odin's brother, who is the god of fear, who Ooh. has shown up in the Marvel comics before. Balder and Cull have both shown up in Marvel comics. I think comics. Balder has a, has a better chance. I just wonder, like... Again, Marvel, they can take chances and they can make a they can make Christian Bale play probably whoever they want and and turn him into something. But I think oh, yeah. I feel like, like Beta, Beta Ray, Ray Bill, Bill would be fucking cool. You've, I mean, you've already seen Beta Ray Bill. It's yeah, just such a weird. The and they said, didn't they? Vin Diesel said today that some of the Guardians are in. Yes. For yeah. Love and Thunder. So that no, like Groot and so Beta um, Ray Bill then makes sense. That'd be pretty cool. That movie's gonna be fucking awesome. Speaking of Mbaku, so Winston Duke said that he wants Mbaku to be the villain for Black Panther 2. Uh, I don't want that, do you? Well, here's how you tie it in. So, like, he becomes kind of like, because Manape is who Mbaku is. Yeah. terrible. They will never use that name, but Manape. It's not great. Not great. Um, Is a villain in the comic books. And what I think they should do is have Namor still show up. Yeah, I like your idea of Namor, and it's the same idea as Beta Ray Bill, where he's like kind right. of a villain, kind of then not. But 
Um, sorry, See, I, I can't. I, I Mbaku and uh, you wanted man ape and Namor, but I want uh, there be to be a disagreement as to how to handle the oh. Submariners. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got and you. then that turn they turns them against each other. I like that idea. I also I wouldn't hate the Doctor Doom idea. Get, I wouldn't hate get, that either. Get yeah. him involved because I think. Doctor Doom, like what we know of him, and again, they can sort of do with whatever they want here. But if they, he would be interested in Wakanda. Like, oh yes, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think Doctor Doom would make some sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Netflix, Ryan Ozark season three had a trailer come out, and the season comes out on March twenty seventh. You're kind of like, eh, on this. No, show, I'm gonna, right? I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna okay. watch it. Um, yeah. I got it's one of those we're in. We got to see. It's like Silicon like Valley. I love. We'll get to that in a minute. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. It all comes together. No, but this show is Ozark. I would say it's funny. I've heard some people like love it. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, I mean, it's good. I feel like it's worth your time. There are a lot of shows better. And if it's worse than this, it's not worth watching. One thing that really bothers me, and this is a a, uh, film editor gripe that I have with this show. Oh, look out. Um, when you shoot something, you shoot it in like, it's like D log, you shoot it flat. So there's no color and you add color after Uh the show. If you look at it now, it's incredibly blue. Everything's blue Hmm. and it drives me bananas that like, (laughs) I blew myself. Yeah. Like the whole show has like a blue tint to it, which drives me bonkers. Interesting. So I just, that that's one of the things that the gripes I have about this show. The other one is I don't, some of the characters are stupid. Yes. That's so, frustrating when yes. that happens. But uh, the, I love Jason Bateman. He's great. Yeah, he is. The trailer for Antebellum came out. Yeah, I saw like a 45-second teaser. That was it, right? Oh, maybe that's all it was. Yes, yeah, so this is, again, Jordan Peele produced. Yes. Well, it looks kind of weird. Monet. Yeah. It does remind me a little bit of like us, like a little bit. Like the, or at least the way they like, at least the way the teaser was put together. I think that was intentional, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if that's a good idea. Ryan, this is how about this news? This kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, HBO is developing The Last of Us as a series. Mm-hmm. So, how do you feel about that? I'm on the fence about this because, on the one hand, you have the guy who did Chernobyl is the showrunner yeah. for this thing, and, and everybody says that show's good. So, I bet we might watch that next. But yeah, um, and then they're like, "Oh, they're going to have Tom Holland be." Uh, the main guy yeah i'm like you can't first of all you can't put this kid in everything joel no joel they're gonna have him play joel like you can't you can't put this kid in everything he's already in he's already attached to another naughty dog property he's already in the uncharted thing isn't joel a lot older joel's a lot older and a lot more grizzled and he's like southern what a lot of people want jamie lannister so fine but like for me that story is so good that i don't need that in a tv series what i would love Mm. to see You've played The Last of Us, right? Yeah, yeah. This from Tommy's perspective, Joel's brother. Have okay. Joel be in, Joel and Ellie be in the show, but have it from Tommy's perspective. Interesting, because I feel like they're probably just gonna. My guess is they do the game, and they basically just show you the game, and then uh, do you want that though? Or I would like if you're a fan. No, but you gotta yeah. you gotta think. Not everybody's played the game. I know, and it like, is such a good show. And then what you could do, or it is such a good story and then what you could do is if it's popular you could sort of go like the extra like other stories mm-hmm. that weren't in the game i just we'll love see. that story I, mean, so I just love it so much it is really good yeah 
Uh, and the last bit of news I have, Ryan, is uh, we don't do a ton of wrestling here. Oh, by the way, Rossi on Wrestling. Check those guys out. They're doing some uh, Rossi on Wrestling March Mania. They're doing best uh, wrestling themes. This what a month. cool idea to do a bracket, like a like a tournament, like yeah. in March, mm. and then do voting on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, like, that's such a good idea. It's a sweet I heard idea. Goo are doing it too. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it's, it's sweet. It's an awesome idea. Yep, and you can go on Twitter and do it. We invented that. Nobody was doing brackets before us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John Wooden, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. NCAA basketball. By the way, idiot. I went to my first UConn basketball game the other day with my boy, The Fridge. How was that? Awesome time. You had a good time. It was the day that the Storm Chasers, the Barstool game, they got thrown out. Oh, I was at that game. How nice. They beat nice. Houston. Nice. Yeah, it's good. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, but wrestling news, Ryan? Oh, yeah. Shit, I'll mention wrestling. this just because this was fantastic stuff. Uh, Jake the Snake is back. And is we, we, Yeah. No, dude. He's kicked. How he's, old is that guy? He like, he's done DDP yoga now. Oh, see, that's how these guys get back in. He's not on uh, booze or the cocaine anymore, or the pills. He's not on. I don't think he looks really yeah. good. Um, he looks great. And so, no, he's not wrestling. But he, I tweeted out the promo. So AEW, which is like another company, which is the root beer. On, <laughs> no, AEW, not A and W. Oh, okay. They do cream soda too. That's how they stay in business. <laughs> Nice sarsaparilla. That's how they stand. Do you guys do uh, creamsicles? They're like, yeah, we do fucking creamsicles. <laughs> Hang in there. <laughs> we'll get you a creamsicle. So he goes. <laughs> <"That's> what... <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I had a fucking. Jake the snake. <laughs> Jake the snake in his promo. I had the fucking dumbest thought the other day where it was like, <laughs> when someone's like, how much did you weigh? And you say hard or soft? <laughs> the extra blood flow is going to add a pound or two. Oh, you let me know what you need. <laughs> it's so much better than shoes on or shoes off. <laughs> oh, that's fucking good. I'm going to I'm going to steal that. Hard? <laughs> Just the look on people's faces like, like they don't know if you're serious or not. Just stare at them, like they're stare like, back at them. Which which number do you want? <laughs> it's a two pound swing so <laughs> you'll never guess it i'm actually yeah. heavier soft <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know what to look at me but <laughs> it's, a, it's the damnest thing my doctor couldn't believe it either no so jake the snake ryan this is serious so he's back <laughs> speaking of snakes Speaking of soft snakes. No, so he's he's in the root beer company now, and they have... I'm crying. Uh, I haven't uh... cried for like five straight minutes. Oh, unfortunately, nobody's listening to this because I was talking about diarrhea for too long. They bailed. 
What is in your mouth? <laughs> a tooth. Oh, fuck. Lost All right, take the snakes and A&W root beer. Go. I got a little funny, a lot of video game shit I got to get to. Let's go. So, he showed up. And he, anyway, he had a really good promo. And it doesn't really make sense to talk about now, but he was really good. You should check it out. I'm excited to see where he goes. He's basically, like, hyping up another guy. So, like, Cody Rhodes is, like, the main guy in that company. Yeah. And so Jake interrupted him, and it was like classic, like early '90s Jake the Snake. It was just like super calm, but he's ripping him, and he was like talking about this other guy that's coming to the company. So whoever that guy is is going to be super over. Sting. <laughs> you think it's going to be the only guy older than him? Matt Hardy. Like who the, who the fuck we got? No, I don't. Yeah. I don't know who it's going to be either, but. Yeah. Maybe you'll find out next. Ryan, that's the news I got. Let's get to your news, shall we? Sure. It's time for Davey's Video Game Minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, what do you have? So I got a couple things today. So there's a new... So this was... I talked about this, I think, like months ago, uh, that Riot, who makes League of Legends, is now has a shooter coming out. Mm. That shooter now has a name. It's called Valorant. Which is a Valorant. terrible name. It's yeah, a terrible name. I like it. Um, and it's it's from what the gameplay I've seen. It's a cross between Counter Strike and Overwatch, where you're you have different characters. They all have different abilities, but you can buy abilities at the start of rounds. Oh, okay. They, their ultimate stays the same. They have a passive mm-hmm. ability that that they don't have to buy, but there's two other abilities that you can buy at the okay. start of rounds. So it's kind of like. Hmm. And it's, you know, a, a more strategic shooter than Overwatch. Um, okay. So that looks pretty cool. Speaking of shooters, there is a new free-to-play Call of Duty Warzone, which is coming out tomorrow, which people are I, on the Twitter are asking me to play. Um, I don't you play? know. You're not going to Check play. it out. I mean, I have to. I mean, yeah, it, dip it's, in. I'll dip in, but I don't know if it'll be, it'll yeah. be you know, one of those things that lasts for me. Uh, there's two. It's a Battle Royale. So you have they've upped it so it's 150 players now and I guess in a gigantic map. So it's um a little bit more um what do you call it? Uh PUBG in that you have like vehicles and you can get around like all like that. Okay. Uh, there's another game mode called Plunder which is kind of like Escape from Tarkov where you can go in and like the the stuff you get you get to keep. Yep. Um so that that's kind of cool. Uh for those of you uh who are of a certain fandom and like the game Rocket League, mm-hmm. there is a game coming out called Broomstick League mm-hmm. in in which it's like the same thing as Rocket League, but you get to play Quidditch. I was going to say it sounds a lot like Quidditch. It's Quidditch. Okay. So if you would, like if you're one of those people. Well, Ryan, they might be game. listening to this, so it's, it's good to be. I didn't say nice. anything disparaging. I just nope. said if you're one of those people. tone. No, you didn't say it. It was more your tone. It was more my tone. Okay, yeah, I I forget that. You know, Um, there is this is this is kind of an interesting story. So I downloaded this game years ago. Um, It's called Black Mesa, which you Half Life fans would know. That's the name of the site where the Half Half Life One takes place. Okay, the game itself is called Black Mesa, and what had happened was Mm -hmm. Valve gave these fans permission to use their engine and rebuild. Half-Life 1 um, in high def. It okay. has taken them 14 years to do it. There oh was like early, ac- it was in early access and there was like different updates and they were trying to get That's it right, crazy. trying to get it right. Yeah. As of Friday, 
that game is now available on Steam. So if you guys want to play a completely rebuilt, uh, they used um, the Havoc engine and they used uh, shit. I forget the I forget the other engine that they used to make Half Life Two. Mm-hmm. They used that for this. You can play it in 4K, Crazy. however many frames. It's great. Um, it took them 14 years. They finally did wow. it. And it's fans. Fans did it. It was like just a group of guys. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, And last but not least, Richard, news that you would like. Spawn is coming to Mortal Kombat. You finally got to see the first game footage. And it looks awesome. awesome. He's perfect for that game. Perfect for that game. And and, uh, the first person they have him fight in the trailer is Scorpion, which is a great matchup between the two of them. Great great match. uh, So if you want to check out the Spawn footage, he has a great fatality. Yeah. It involves chains and the cape. Shocker. It's a yeah, which is awesome. awesome. So yeah, check. That's it. That's what I got. That's uh, hey, what I ran was it down quickly. What was our guy Billy Mitchell doing with Brian Koo? Oh my God! So Billy Mitchell has still he's still doing Donkey Kong practices. He's still trying to set the world record in Donkey Kong after being disgraced and working on emulators and all that stuff. And he's brought the last two times he streamed. Brian fucking Koo has I been sitting next it. to him doing like a play by play, and that guy is an absolute drip. He is. Like just zero charisma in that dude. He's just such a toady. But like it just drives loves, me crazy. He loves Billy. He loves Billy. Mitchell. Loves Billy more than anything. Well, there could be a Donkey Kong kill screen coming up. Donkey Kong, Kong kill screen. So mm. Brian Koo on. So because Billy Mitchell's on Twitch, right? Koo. He is on Twitch. If you want to follow Billy Mitchell on Twitch, yeah. he he streams. I think almost every day. Wow. Good yeah. Just playing playing Donkey Kong, <laughs> and like this random like arcade slash bar. That game stinks. Donkey Kong? Yeah. Hot take. It Donkey does. Kong's... I know. I'm going to come out right out and say it. Donkey Donkey Kong. You know what? You suck. You suck, Donkey Kong. Donkey yeah. Kong sucks. You know what? Mm, you suck. I disagree. Donkey Kong's <laughs> the greatest game of all time. Ryan? Yes. Are you ready for the topic du jour? Hard or soft? I'm glad you asked because <laughs> it is the topic of the day. And today, it is the HBO series, the Stephen King adaptation, The Outsider, which was 10 episodes long. It just concluded this past Sunday night. We begin, as we do with all of our movie and TV reviews, spoiler-free. Let me ask you, Ryan, did you like it? Most of it. Yeah. I thought Most it, of it. I agree with you. I thought it started strong and we'll Big get to it. in the middle. Yeah. And then ended well. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it ended like, whoa, holy fuck. Ooh. Yeah. But like... It sucks you in the first two episodes. Yes. Suck me in. And then even the third, they're like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, there was a lull in the action. Yep. And then it ended up kind of, um, well, we'll see. We'll see if you, if you think it redeemed itself or not. Uh, now, I know you've read a decent amount of Stephen King. Did you ever read this mm-hmm. book? I never read. I have never read this book. Because this is pretty new, I think. Right? It's like I think a it's more book. recent. I think yeah. it's a new book. It's not like one of his classics. I think, like, honestly, I think it's like a couple years old. Uh, it was written in 2018. So yeah, so it's really new. It's pretty. Yeah, I think turnaround. it's his newest. That's a quick yeah. turnaround. And we did. I mean, man, you'd have to go back in the archives of ways because this was a long time ago. But we did Stephen King movies as a whole episode. Yeah, and someone got really pissed at me for spoiling uh, the Dark Tower. And the book's like Ugh, 40 I years mean, old. Come on, come on. <laughs> like, someone got pissed Sorry. at me. Like, but I think the one thing out, like 1978. About- like Stephen King uh, books turned movies or TV show are very hit or miss. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, like some of the best ever, like The Shining, <clears throat> like Carrie, 
And, yes. you know, I know you always bring up pet cemeteries being like super scary. Uh, obviously, it like there's there's some really good ones, but there's some real dumps. And then there's some absolute shit burgers like, like the Langoliers. Thinner. Thinner was bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's just so there's so many of them. But this one was definitely more on the I wouldn't say it's like the greatest thing ever to be adapted but no, it, it was I think good it falls in with uh like shawshank and green mile are both steven King oh, yeah. too, and those are yep. those are incredible and stand um, by me and stand by me which doesn't uh yeah that's fine that's a good movie I like i'm trying to me. think of like what a middle of the road stephen king movie would be um, like, i think we discussed there's no like middle ground it's all it's either like really good or really shitty yeah that's a good question a middle Dang. ground Oof. Let's Let me see. see. Stephen King. Like the first it is like his middle ground, you know? Yeah. Or yeah. uh or do you say on Cujo? I thought Cujo was good. I really like uh was it Salem's Lot? I really like that. Salem's Lot. Like Misery um, was really good. What else did I like? Misery was really good. Dream I thought Catcher. Gerald's game was good. Gerald's game wasn't great though. Do you watch, do you watch some... Gerald's game? Uh, I did your, not. Your girl's in that. Yes, she is. <clears throat> There's some real dumps here. The dark half. <laughs> yeah, no. That's a no for me. Yeah, no. Oh, you know what I didn't see last year is Dr. Sleep. No, that's something we I, I got to read. I got to watch I gotta that. that. Yeah, I got I to see that. But yeah, anyway, I mean, I would say this is not the best, not the worst, but closer to like on the good side. Yeah, it's close, right. like The Mist. Like it, it's up there with like The Mist. Dude, I love The Mist. Yeah, the mist is fine. That's the mist, the ending of the mist. Okay, oh, yeah, it's the greatest. Spoiler, ending. we're in spoiler <clears> three <throat> right now. Yeah. Oh my god, <clears throat> what did you think of the story of this? Um, I wanted to like it more, mm. if that makes sense. Like it was going in a really cool direction, and then it kind of, like you said, it kind of puttered out. Yeah, a little bit. Yep, I think they did a pretty good job. There's a certain aspect of it. That I like. I don't want to give anything away mm-hmm. for those who haven't seen it, but there was like an aspect of like the way they told it, which I really liked. Yes. I thought the characters, there were a couple that were just eh. There was a couple that I thought were flat out like unlikable. And then there were a couple of really strong characters. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, like like uh this one character, Holly Gibney, is fantastic. It's yes. like one of my favorite characters in a long time. I would love to see like a series of books that King does just with her. So like apparently it, like like she is in uh there's a there's a TV show that's also adapted called Mr. Mercedes, which is a three book like trilogy or trilogy, obviously. Yeah. And Holly Gibney is in that. Oh. And I guess they're like different because again, I think is it Richard Price, who is the showrunner on this show, he kind of did his own thing. Uh yep. to a certain to a certain extent. And so he changed some of the characters a little bit, but Stephen King was adamant that he keep her name Holly Gibney, and so she is in other stories because you know how Stephen King stuff a lot of it is is all interconnected. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, I don't think she's going to overlap with this Mister Mercedes because they've already established her in another mm-hmm. kind of universe. But yeah, so she's in other stuff, but she was really interesting and good, and I thought mm-hmm. was like the highlight of the whole show. Yes, I agree. Uh, did you find it scary at all? Uh, at times there were, there were like scary moments, but yeah, I don't, I was moments. never like, like, oh, I got to turn the light on and, and something happened that made it less scary for me. Mm. 
and we'll get to that in spurlers. Yeah, there was. I thought there was a couple of like creepy moments and a couple of like, oh shit! Like I thought they did a decent job with that. It certainly wasn't like terrifying. No, but there was a couple of moments. Is this a uh, if you, if people haven't seen it? Is this a this is what you should do next weekend? No, I think this is something. If you're if you're super into this stuff, I think you should you should watch it. Um, it's worth if you sit if you like this kind of stuff. If you like Stephen King, if you like kind of like psychological supernatural horror, right? Definitely check it out. If it's not your thing, I would say skip it. Did you notice that there was a uh, in the show finale there was a mid credit scene? I didn't know that. Oh yeah, there was. So I'll tell you about it. All right, yeah, tell I'll me tell about, you about that coming up. Uh, what is your hashtag dork score? I feel like I've been giving out a lot of these, but I'm going to give it a four and a half. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. I think, I think I, it's, uh, I'm closer to a four than I am a five, but four feels like it's selling it short. But I might even go four. But it's not like it's not bad. If I would, if I were, I would give it a B B minus. Yeah. If we were doing school grades. Like it wasn't, it certainly wasn't a waste of time. Nope. I'm glad I watched it. There were some good elements to it. Yeah. Good enough that like it kept me going. Yep. You for know, sure. um, but it, uh, this would have been, it's 10 episodes. If this were seven, it would have been yeah. nice and tight. It could have been. Mm-hmm. I think, I think seven or eight would have been, been nice and tight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I'll probably go, I'll probably go four, but like a really strong four. Yeah, um, it was funny. Like I sort of mentioned this with Ozark, but it's like a good gatekeeper show. Like if a show this year is better than The Outsider, like that's a really good sign. That's, that's like, a great. Right, yeah. Here we go. That's like watch like shows that are better. Like call Saul. Saul. Saul's yeah. already better than. Yeah, uh, Saul has been. Watchmen is better than this. Yeah. Um, Fargo probably will be. Fargo probably. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. No, but good. And there's definitely some stuff to talk about. So I think it's it's good that we're doing an episode on mm-hmm. it. So uh, you want to go to spoilers? Yeah, let's go to sports. First thing, actually, first thing let me ask you is so Jason Bateman, who was in all of the previews for the show, yep. and was really the main character. Because again, I think a pretty cool premise where you have this heinous crime take place, and there's eyewitnesses and DNA evidence that point to this person doing it. In this yes. case, Terry Maitland played mm-hmm. by Jason Bateman. But at the same time, there's also eyewitnesses putting him at a different place and saying that it, yeah. was, it wasn't him. So and I sent you a text. I was like two episodes in and I'm like, if this is some sort of evil twin bullshit, like yeah. I'm going to be so fucking pissed. Right. Right. No. And thankfully it wasn't. It was not. And I think it kind of was, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. And I think with Stephen King, you knew there was going to be some sort of like monster element type of thing mm-hmm. to it right again because Stephen King but the first two episodes they actually play it like really straight like you don't know what it's gonna be no. you're trying to figure and it I, out you're like god damn it like how is he there how is he over here which Did I he thought really do it and he and he is so good I think I forget who said it but they were talking about Jason Bateman as an actor and they're like there is nobody in the business who's better at things I think it was Jason Sudeikis it was like things happening to him Mm-hmm. And his him reacting to things, he's better than anybody. Oh, like in Arrested Development, he is off the yeah, chart. Yeah, and I think there were, I yeah. think might have been Ron Howard too. They're like, there's nobody better at like reacting to things happening to him. Yeah, and there was these moments where like he was so self possessed and so like like controlled that you didn't know whether or not he actually did it or not. Yeah, you started to doubt. You're like, well, 
you know, he seems to be a great guy. He's like a coach. He's like happily married. He's a father. You're like, but he had a little bit of like an edge to him. Right. And know? then you're learning some other stuff and you're like, well, you know, oh, so he was in like Ohio. We didn't know yeah. that at first. Or like, we something like weird things going on. Like, well, what, what was he? What was he doing there? He had stuff in his car mm-hmm. or his van or whatever. And you're like, well, how, or and then you find out it wasn't even his van. Like the whole thing. Van, yeah. But so if he wasn't in the trailer, I don't even know if I watched the show. Well, I think that that's what they were banking on, too. And he was, know? too. And he's a producer on the show and everything else. Yeah. So when he dies in the second episode, first of all, it's like, holy third. shit. Was it the third? It was the I third. Because he has this. But I will say, like, he wasn't in it for very long. But he had one of the best scenes in the entire series. When he's sitting with Ralph. And he's talking to him about Ralph's son. Mm. And he's telling him about like how he taught him. He called it something else, but he basically taught him how to push bunt. Yeah, yeah. Was he, did he say drag bunt or did he say push bunt? Yeah, it's a push bunt. I mean, like he was yeah. basically yeah, yeah, yeah. to push it down first baseline. Right. And and like he taught yeah, him how cool to do scene. that. And and like just the way he's like mm-hmm. he tells it to the kid's father, like, don't tell me that like I didn't care about that kid. Like I taught and he says, like, I taught him that. Like he worked hard and he I'm mean, not take anything away from him, but I taught him that. That was a really cool scene. That was a really good scene. And I guess one of the differences from the book, I didn't read the book. I've just read about it, um, is that the character played by Ben Mendelsohn, uh, Ralph. Yeah. His son is, like, not around in the book, but he's not dead. And so in the show, they made him dead. They made him dead? Oh. Which... I think actually makes a lot of sense because makes more sense. He clearly is way more affected by what is going on and how there's like a child killer out there. Mm-hmm. So I think that was like a good that was a good change up a little bit. But so when he dies early in the show, I remember thinking, fuck. Like, yeah. Am I gonna still want to watch the show? And then they bring in Holly Gibney. Mm-hmm. Cause she wasn't in the first, at least the first episode, or maybe even the first episode. No, she two. was not. Yeah. And then she shows up and she's fantastic. She's, she's like, so good. She's like Rain Man. And yeah. she just knows everything. It's so matter of fact. And is just perfect. And obviously what they needed for this uh, kind of case. And I also think what the show did really well. This is what I was I didn't want to say in spoilers. But for a show that's dealing with like essentially the boogeyman. Yeah. They make it so real. And they also take a detective in Ben Mendelsohn's character and just won't believe it. And like, even though like more and more evidence is starting to put him in his face, but he like won't believe it. And then he uh, kind of eventually goes to the other side because he's like, well, it's got to be something, right? Like, it, right. It, there has to be some explanation for this. And I don't believe it. But it's like this world where everybody is playing it like super straight, like they're in our mm-hmm. world. And yet you have this other entity out there that's like committing these heinous crimes. Like, because in a lot of other ones, I feel like a lot of either movies or TV shows, it's just so outrageous or like you're getting like there's like these fanatics that like embrace what this guy's doing or they're, yeah. you know what I mean? Like th- this was just I thought they handled it a little bit differently. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was, you know, you had the one people who were just governed by facts and mm-hmm. you know evidence and all that stuff. And then people who like that you had uh, Holly and what was the name of um, the other P.I.? Oh, that, um, the guy with the mustache. I like that guy. Was it Alec? He was he was one of my favorite characters in the show. And just like they're kind of going on gut. I think it was Alec. I like him a lot. And that guy, yeah, he was the guy with the, with the mustache. He mm-hmm. has popped up in like a few things. He was actually in 
uh, Jessica Jones season three, which will be our next episode. Um, oh yeah. Played, yeah, remember I he played remember, yeah. the Fool Killer. Yes, he was like he was the villain. He was good. Yeah, he was also in that show Russian Doll, which I watched, but I don't know how many other people did. Mm. He was good, but I but I, I like that yeah. that they have those two and and um the mall yeah he had there. he had that story like he basically like believed in the boogeyman. Yeah, because he heard him like he when yeah. he was a kid. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a really cool little side thing there. The one thing that like I said it dragged in the middle as much as I mm-hmm. did like Holly Gibney, the character of Holly Gibney. Mm-hmm. The middle, she takes up the entire middle of the show, mm-hmm. which and not as much happens. No, and it's a lot of her like I got it before she did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think they kind of dragged that out for like. Mm-hmm. You even told me I wound up watching the whole thing, but you even told me to skip like two episodes. Yeah, because I know you were shotgunning through it. Over I, was, yeah. I was like, if you want to speed up, I go. You could probably bail on the middle ones. Yeah, so I wound up watching the whole thing, and I'm I'm glad I did, but like mm-hmm. it pissed me off. So so th- she was a high point for me for sure. Yeah, um, and just how she went about like doing things. Um, but there were other characters too that I just every time they were on screen, I was like. Ugh. Um, one of them being uh, Glory Maitland, played by Julianne Nicholson. Oh my god! Like, like, like I understand so- why she was so mad at like Ralph, and she should have been. And for those yeah. guys to say Terry did it and kind of ruin ruin her life, but then like she was just she would like yeah she would like shit on Ralph's wife all the time when she was clearly just trying to help. And what what killed me too is like she kept bitching at these people for like doing things on the show yeah that she gave full consent for them to do right like she's like oh yeah come in and talk to my daughter and ask her these questions and then got pissed at them for asking the questions like, like how can like, you ask like how can like, you right put them through this it's like well you, you know what i mean asked you that's and it's point. Like, you know and she's like uh I get it that again, like you said, that she's angry and she's angry at people and whatever but the yeah. whole scene with her touring the people through the house Mm-hmm. and clearly like it's uncomfortable because these people know who she is and she like fucking right. yells at him right like she's like jesus christ like yeah i know maybe maybe you know i don't know no. she was annoying um what so would you believe in the boogeyman like if you were in this situation if you were we've, like ben Mendel- we've talked about this before yeah and i think it's the why i liked alex so much mm-hmm is because of his reaction to this whole thing when he starts talking about like the pennies in his mouth, like he gets like this taste in his mouth. Uh-huh. I have said, I we t- remember we always talk about like Constantine, and like that's one of those mm-hmm. things that I would love and hate that. I think if you yeah. open yourself up to those things, yeah, like the like the Warrens, I think you you can't put the cork back in the bottle no 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 you, you know what i mean so i don't know if i want that smoke you know right. what i mean so, i wouldn't be able to sleep no and yeah. and or like you yeah like i i don't think i would like that at all and but, i like him i would be like no i'm not going so there was yeah. so i live within striking distance of what's considered one of the most haunted places in america which mm-hmm. is dudley town connecticut you heard about dudley town no i didn't know it was, i knew it was in connecticut it's dudley town yeah. so i'm and like people, I worked with people who were like, oh, yeah, we're, basically it's like sealed off. Like you can't get there. Yeah. And like you have to park and then like walk for like miles no. to like get there. No. And people like, oh, we're going to go. And people went like around Halloween and I refused to go. Like I'm yeah, not doing it. You don't need to go to that. No, because I know that like if that is opened up, 
I, yeah, like I said, you're you're done for. Mm-hmm. So I'm not putting myself willingly no. into that situation. No. I thought an interesting twist though, like with the character, because obviously like the boogeyman, and they even talk about it in this show about how like every culture has like their mm-hmm. version, and interesting like how you know he can sort of take on other people's bodies, and he needs yep. so long to sort of like was it twenty seven days or twenty seven days, which is interesting mm-hmm. because twenty seven years is the cycle for Pennywise, right? So the number twenty seven is out there, and that's a very Stephen Kingian thing. Mm-hmm. I'm reading all of these things, like why that number keeps coming up. Well, you have a working conspiracy about this, so Speaking that of, it's yeah. connected. That I right. think that Pennywise and El, Co- El Cuco, El Cuco, are, are in same the same vein. They 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 coexist. I wouldn't rule it out because there's that there's some sort of vague dialogue in the finale with Holly Gibney and mm-hmm. El Cuco. Where she's like, like, do you think there are other ones of me? Yeah, are there others like you? He's like, well, have you seen anybody else like me? And you're like, yeah, there's somebody. There's more. Kind of. They're shapeshifters and they take forms of things that one. And it's funny because one takes a form of something that you're you're familiar with. And Mm -hmm. the other takes something that you hate or afraid of. So both of and one eats grief. The other one eats fear, Mm -hmm. which is I don't know if you could kill El Cuco by bullying him. No, you couldn't just shout insults at him like Pennywise. No, you, can't. you can't do that. No. No, but, but do you think they killed El Cuco? I don't think so. Because and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because I caught this. I don't know if everyone caught this, but he scratched the old man. There's a seat where he like you see the old man. Remember that he tackles him? Which old man? He so the guy when he was trying to take the kid out of like the cave festival or whatever. Oh, he, oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah, old yeah, guy yeah, tackles yeah. him, and you see the old guy after he runs away, and he's on his arm. You can see there's a scratch on his arm. Oh, uh, okay. So he's that was a crazy scene, by the way, with that stupid hair mask. Ugh. Oh, oof. that was gross. Yeah. I did not like that. That was very uh, Wicker Man, right? That was some Wicker Man shit. Yeah. Yep, I didn't like that. So the mid credit scene. Let me tell you about the mid credit scene. And that was scared. By the way, I that was what I was scared of to death when I was a little kid. If someone taking me. Remember, we used to yeah. do those stranger danger things, and my mother would like tell me that like gypsies were going to steal me. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, yeah, that's scared straight that's right there. Scary shit, man. Yeah. Um, there was a mid credit scene where Holly is, uh, I don't know if she's brushing her teeth or she's like in her, in her bathroom, like at the, in front of the mirror, mm-hmm. and then she like for a second sees Jack Hoskins behind her, and then he disappears. And then she grabs another like little mirror to check if she has any shit on her neck. Oh, and she does not. But then you see her sitting on her bed and she's listening to a song, which I believe is the same song that Ben Mendelsohn's character was telling her about that story about the how Joe he... jazz song. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Right. When he heard it, when what was it? When his, his son, mom something... died and his son, he died heard it when his something. mom died and then he was on his way. When his son was born, he heard it. When his son, was yeah, born. yeah, right. And, yeah. and and Holly said that's a coincidence. Yeah, she's like, no, but, it's just so she was so she was listening to that song, or that song was playing anyway. Yeah, and she was just sitting on her bed, and it looked like she had a scratch on her arm, and she was on the computer, and basically found a newspaper headline that said Terry Maitland had been like exonerated. Mm-hmm. So, I also my other question is. When she was in the cave and they brought up Terry, Holly said, who's Terry? Which she would yeah. know exactly who 
Terry is. She would know. Yeah, that was weird. That I, that caught me. It was like I was kind of like I was like, wait a minute, she doesn't know Terry Maitland, and then I'm like, wait, no, she 100 percent knows Terry Maitland. Like she was investigating that other guy very closely. I forget his name right now, but but because of Terry Maitland, because of Terry Maitland, yeah. And the only thing I was reading online, one of the theories was like, basically they need to come up with a plan, and they're going to make sure that Terry Maitland is not a is not viewed as a child murderer, mm-hmm. and then maybe it would be like you know, so Terry who like people wouldn't even know him, whereas now he's known as the child murderer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's the best. Like I guess. But she clearly knows who he was. That was really yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of the ending overall? First of all, the finale, pretty tense stuff with Jack Hoskins kind of possessed, that, yeah, the whole shooting thing the down. Shootout. So that oh, was that was, so was that nine? Was that episode nine? The shootout? No. Well, it started in it nine, start. Okay, but, and then ten the was like the first 10. fifteen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. episodes seven and nine were written by this guy named Dennis Lehane, mm. who Dennis Lehane, you've probably heard that name before. Yeah, he's, the, he's the author of Gone Baby Gone. Oh, Shutter Island, um, Mystic River. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think of like all the books that he. So, um, oh, sorry. Cool. So, he wrote uh, "Live by Night," which was a Ben Affleck movie. Hmm. Uh, the Drop, which was was an awesome movie with uh, James Gandolfini and Tom Hardy. Oh, okay. Um, so he wrote like all those books, and cool. so he's yeah, and I think him and Stephen King are boys because he's a Boston guy. I think so. Nice. Um, did yeah, I say yeah. Mystic River? Yeah, you wrote Mystic River. So, um, those two episodes were awesome. Seven and nine, where yeah. they're like going to and like that. Jack's like getting drunk and yeah. So yeah, that was no, that, that was, was pretty good. good. Um, the other question I had, and maybe it's got resolved, and I don't even remember, but when uh, Holly was investigating, like what was going on with jason bateman's character like when mm-hmm. he was going to ohio and then he was going to visit his father remember mm-hmm. that whole thing and then she went to the hospital i remember and they were like oh like what are you with the press like we've kicked you guys out what was the story with his dad so his dad remember he was going to dayton to see his father right and then that's when he they think he got the truck that's when he got crashed wow. but so the orderly who was working with his father um also was like shape-shifted right so that's no, the I guy know. who yeah but but no but oh so i get why i get like the connection and like why he was in because it's funny because at first when they're like you went to vacation in like dayton i'm like well this yeah. doesn't make any sense but then like it's because he went to go visit his father but i'm like but they made it out to be like oh like the press is here and like so his father like there's something up with his father like for why he would have attention around them. Yeah, because the the whole I mean, when there's a whole high profile high profile murder case, I'm sure like oh, okay. the people were asking him about I don't know if there's I'm gonna ask him about like his son yeah. or whatever. Okay. Um that's what I took out of it. And again, mm-hmm. remember he said he got scratched and he mm-hmm. said he was bleeding and he said it was the the, the male nurse did it. Right. Right. So yeah. that's how that's and how that, that guy. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. All right. That makes sense. Yeah, Heath yeah. Heath Hofstetter, right? Heath Hofstetter, yes. That was that guy. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Oh, the other thing, like the whole uh thing with the caves. I would not go into a cave like that. Never. Are you I would kidding? not do that. Goes like spelunking. No. It was like the movie The Descent. I did like the kids say that. Oh, it's so tight, they call it the sphincter. I'm like, <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm not going down there. What was that? You know what it reminded me? 
of two. Uh, what was that Denzel Washington movie? Fallen. Yes, that was pretty good. That was that was like different. That was John. But it Goodman reminded too, me. Right? Of, it reminded me of that. Yeah, it is. It is definitely some of that. Isn't it the one with like the the killer? Like every he touches people, and like his soul mm-hmm. goes into like other people. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. Can't catch him. Yeah, it's kind of like perfect. that. That yeah. was good. So is he basically like he's is he Satan or is he not? No, he's not Satan. No, he's just like a little guy. He's like a little guy. He's a devil, not the devil. Hmm. You know. So I guess my next question would be: Do you want a season two? No, but I do want a uh, Holly Gibney series. So that's I think pretty interesting too, because so Holly Gibney makes a reference like, or Ralph says something to her about like maybe they'll work together again. So they could do that. And the other thing was, at I think f- for a while you're viewing the El Cuco as the outsider, but then Holly yes. has a line at the end about how like outsiders recognize outsiders or something like mm-hmm. that. So yeah. she's basically saying like she's the outsider. Right. And so you could definitely do another series, but I wonder if people would anticipate it having to do with the supernatural, I guess. I think, I think, I think that's cool. Like, I think that's, uh, I've, I read all those, like the Sandman Slim series and like mm-hmm. the Daniel Faust series. Like I read all that shit. Mm-hmm. So I love that like supernatural PI. There is one of the great, the things I wanted to do with my life, like it's on my bucket list is to get a PI license. It's yeah. like on my list of things to do. Just to like investigate. Yeah. Like I don't even know if I'd use it, but just to like it's gotta yeah. be so much easier now than it was. Mm-hmm. Think about like before Facebook and like Bing. Like yeah, how that's a would... lot of what I would I would imagine that real PI work is like getting hired to like follow someone's husband around. Mm-hmm. You know? What would your or, like, snack work be on stakeouts? Uh mu- I really like munchies. Which is the have you have you had munchies before? Yeah, it's like a whole bag of shit, right? Yeah, it's like a it's like Frito Lay's party mix. I like that. Um, so I, I think like what a good... you would need though, Ryan. I, I I would suggest you go something different than that because well, I go salty and I go sweet. I have I need a salty, a savory, and a sweet. I just feel like all of a sudden though something happens mm-hmm. and you got like schmutz all over your hands. You need you a, a cleaner cookie. snack. You need a cleaner snack. That's why I like Twizzlers at the movie theater because it's, you... it's not a it's not. All good. There's no, there's no butter. There's no chocolate. There's nothing on my fingers. So I like a, a good skittle. Snack. Yeah, but again, a hot day, you're gonna have all kinds of. It's gonna oh, melt right in your hands. Twizzlers, Twizzlers are gonna melt too. No. Nope. Nope. What about M and M's? They melt in your mouth. Not in your hand. Not in your hand. Yeah. It's the thin candy shell. How would you be afraid that if you like had a lot of coffee, you just you'd have to take a bathroom break and then you'd miss the husband leaving the that's, house? That's the. That's the. You know, fuck. That's the thing. The other thing too, I I remember talking to someone about this, and they said uh, the other thing that people do as PIs is like uh, workman's comp claims. Oh, like if yeah. someone's claiming they got hurt at work, and then they go like, you got to go and follow them around and make sure uh, that they're not. Yeah. Oh, 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 that part of it. Yeah, yeah. Make sure. Like, if people make sure they're not faking. Keep your neck brace on, buddy. Yep. Exactly. That sounds like a pretty sweet job, right? Sweet job. <laughs> a little, a little extra cash in the summer. You know what I mean? Yeah, teacher during the year and PI in the summer. I like it. The book writes itself. I like it very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got anything else on the outsider you want to hit on? Uh, it's good enough to watch. Yeah, if you're into that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. definitely solid shit. I would solid. Shit. Yeah, I would say definitely. I like to start like we said, and mm-hmm. then you're like, all right. HBO has good. done worse this year because I know there was some talk two episodes in 
on the internet streets that it was reminiscent of season one of True Detective. Nope. To which I would say, no, everything doesn't need to be the greatest thing ever. No, it doesn't. And, and I'm usually guilty of saying everything's the greatest thing ever. This was good, and that's why I'm trying not to go too crazy with some of my scores this year. Um, but it was it was good. It was good. I don't think the first season of true the first and third season of True Detectives was the shit. Mm-hmm. This is not that good. No, there's too much bullshit in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I agree with you. Just gotta uh, tighten it up. Just gotta tighten it. You know? Tight, just tight. I can't legally tell you to lose weight. We can. Well, what we can do. <laughs> tighten it up. Yeah. Is write a number down. Crack <laughs> that by twenty. <laughs> All right, Ryan, you ready for the pick of the pod? Yes, let's do it. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. All right, Jake, the kick, receive, defer, or defend a goal. I will defer to you this week. All right, I'm going to receive. Uh, first thing I'm going to do, and because I don't know when else to do this because it didn't really fit for news, and it's not my mm-hmm. pick of the pod, but it is. We used to do this every once in a while, sort of like the, uh, I think we called it the to don't list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an anti pick of the pod, just mm-hmm. like a warning to the people. Yep. It's currently streaming on HBO right now. The horror movie Ma. Oh, you watched that? Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw you watch yeah. that. Bad. So Octavia Spencer's in it, so I yep. thought could be sexy horror, and <laughs> <laughs> wasn't. No, it was pretty was shitty. Was I pretty thought funny. like, and we've both said this many times. With horror and comedy, you cannot trust critics. You really oh. cannot trust what other people say Mm-mm. because. I don't know. Some of the best and some of the worst, I wildly disagree with like a lot of people. Agree. So like McGruber. Uh, oh my God. I love McGruber. <laughs> I think that's like a 20 a TV show that. coming out too. Oh, right? so excited. Yeah. So anyway, so Ma, it's like interesting enough premise, but it was just so dumb. There was a few things that happened in it where you're like, what is going on? And then just like some, like there's one character. So Juliet Lewis's character. Wait, Juliet Lewis is in this? Yeah. <laughs> So she's the mom of one of the daughters that parties at crazy. Mom's house. It's crazy to me that Juliet Lewis is playing the mother in anything. It's funny you say that because as the movie was going on, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, she was like the little girl in Cape Fear. It yes. just shows you how old we are. It's exactly. like now she's the mom. So Juliet Lewis's character moves to the uh, back to her like her hometown. Yep. So she went to high school with a lot of the people there, but then like her daughter is dating the son of like a guy she went to high school with and like she doesn't even really put that together then she like kind of like she sees the guy out at one time but she never even mentions it to the son or to the daughter it's like stupid shit like that that just yeah kind of bugged me but then that later became like an important part of the plot and like you've seen him several times you didn't just think to mention that like yeah yeah, you guys are connected you guys all went to high school together oh let me so we're in spoilers now right i haven't seen ma can we fucking spoil ma do you care uh i certainly don't care i don't know if i, I doubt anybody out there want, want would care so were all the kids kids of people who were mean to ma when she was in high school Nah, not all of them but like the core ones were yeah i fuck see that's stupid all right it's just so stupid dumb. yeah it was so stupid and there's like certain elements that they clearly try to take like from other horror movies but you're yeah. just like i hate this and then there was like another like unnecessary like she basically had she also had a daughter ma had a daughter who um what the hell is it called when you like make your kids sick what the fucking thing's called munchausen munchausen yeah munchausen it really wasn't that 
necessary, but they like threw that in too. Like, Why not? It's about control, Richard. That's what it is. It was so bad, though. It was just yeah. Fuck was... ma. Oh, uh, so my real pick of the pod, and mm-hmm. this is another wrestling thing, Ryan. Back to wrestling. Guess what's wrestling. on Netflix? Right? Guess what's back on Netflix, or at least on Netflix for the first time. What's on Netflix? Beyond the Mat. Oh, one of the all-time great documentaries. Mm-hmm. Mick Foley, man, unbelievable. Came out in 1999, which was I would safe to say, Ryan, uh, the best year in wrestling. Yeah, and this was this was at around the time where I actually kind of stopped watching wrestling because it was like that's movie sad. You know, yeah. it was it was really sad, and it's also they got so much access, which Vince McMahon would not allow now. In fact, he did not no. promote the movie, and there was a whole no. falling out after the fact. But there's this, and then there's Wrestling with Shadows, the Bret Hart one mm-hmm. that they also got a lot of footage from. Because every documentary you see now is produced by the WWE, so it's completely right. controlled by them. And so, like, yeah, there might be a story about like. Oh, like the guy had like a hard upbringing or whatever, but they're not going to make the WWE look bad. No, and they're not going to be like this yeah. fucking movie makes the yeah. WWE look awful. These guys, you if they don't perform, they don't get paid. Mm-hmm. They're independent contractors, so they don't have health insurance through the company because they're technically part-time employees. Like, oh. like all that shitty stuff that they do to these guys. And, and then, but just... then going back to our guy Jake the Snake, yeah, we could do an episode on Beyond the Mat. We really could. Like that was uh, like King and Kong. We already did, and but like Beyond the Mat was it's so. Compelling. I gotta watch it again now that now that it's there. I gotta watch it. Yeah, again. it's I I, and it's hard to find. Like, it's not like on the showing up on my thing. I typed in like Beyond, and it still didn't even show up. And I was like, the they like, do that. So they bury stuff. Sometimes. They bury like good stuff. Yeah. So anyway, that that's my real pick of the pot is Beyond the Mat, right? All right. So mine is actually a podcast that I started listening to. It was recommended to me by a friend. This podcast has been going on for some time, and it's fascinating to me. Um, it's entitled a very. My dad wrote a porno, and what oh, it I've is that actually what it is is a British guy whose father wrote erotic fiction, and I've listened to the first two episodes, and and the what they do is they read a chapter of his book every week. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. And it's fucking brutal. And he, his, his father's pen name is Rocky Flintstone. It's amazing. And the name of the book is Belinda blinked. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's a series. It's been five, like four or five series of this. So I'm like, it's been going on for a while, but they read a chapter a week and it's that's like, pretty funny. it's so dumb. It's awesome. Funny. It's awesome. So if you like uh, funny podcasts, check that one out. All right, next week we have an open date, so we'll figure out what we're going to do. We will mm-hmm. figure out, out what the topic will be. In hey, two weeks, A Quiet Place do. Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. We always do figure it out, don't we? Always do, every time. Yeah. Uh, you so, can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, yes? Uh, I was going to end in a PSA. We haven't done that in a while. Oh, let's do a PSA to end. Okay. I was going to say, follow us on Twitter, uh, where you're voting for Dork Madness all month long, at Dork Podcast. On Instagram as well, YouTube, and you can email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. And if we ever were in need of a PSA, Ryan, I would say now's the time. Now's the time. And you know what it is? Con- connected to what you were saying earlier, Richard, and your, Ill- your various illnesses. Oh, my Christ. Stop buying up all the fucking toilet paper. Well, It's not going to help you. It's going to help you with your Hershey squirts. But I'm going to tell you, yeah. if there's a virus, a viral disease coming that is a flu-like thing, Having toilet paper is not going to help them. Help no. Them. Just wash your fucking hands and be normal. Right. Stop traveling outside the country. Stop buying up all the water and TP. Just don't be a jackass. 
All right, so just solid life to live by. All right. How many squares per wipe? Depends. Are we go on single. So we, by the way, the biggest gripe in my house. My wife grew up with single ply toilet paper. What? And like doesn't mind it. What? I don't understand it. How's that? I kind of want it. She's in the next room. I kind of want to get her in here and explain herself as how to how is that she uses possible? single ply toilet paper. Do you use like half the roll? You have to like beehive it. You have to oh. like, and even then, it's like it's like gritty, and it's like oh. it's all. Do you want to get her in and then you get your maybe hand in it? Maybe we could have it like a just a podcast dedicated to how my wife grew up for like <laughs> I'm not kidding, like like almost thirty years using single ply toilet paper. God, yeah, unbelievable. Jesus Christ, yeah. Well, it takes but all kinds. Ryan. Stop buy, stop buying up all the goddamn toilet paper, you idiots. Oh. That's all I got. Well, I and know. if you feel sick, stay home, Richard. I've taken one. Sick, I take, I've, I've taken one sick day in my whole life. Uh, yeah, you're so. <laughs> they get no, to get everyone sick. That's good. I just I've been sick for like fucking three weeks. Yeah, I gotta take kick this day. thing. All right, I'll kick you. I'll kick. I'll kick you in the nads. Hard or soft? <laughs> Always hard. <laughs>